5: Well, 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 Jimmy Harden (laughs) has finally moved on, and we got to see KD and Wemby just take it down to the wire. What? It's like Christmas early, and Luka starts on a tear, and we're going to talk about the league in general, obviously the Lakers too, uh, with sports better extraordinaire and NBA analyst, Jamison Welsh, on today's episode, I'm Miles Ray,
6: And I'm Jack O'Brien. And
5: this is... Miles and Jack are at
6: Boosie's
7: Rock.
8: Three on one. Davis, Bob, LeBron.
7: There you go. And B
8: driving, spinning, fading, hitting.
7: Curry, a three pointer. Bang!
8: Steph Curry from downtown again. Giannis
7: with the tail. Oh, look out. A showtime. What
5: you got, Giannis? Okay. We're back. The NBA is back. We're about 4 games in, give or take depending on when you're listening to this. Uh and things are things are things are going
6: well, I'd Things say, are happening miles. On, yeah. Yeah. They're things happening, are happening out here. <laughs> miles I'm in the streets of Philadelphia <laughs> uh, reporting uh, mm-hmm. live from the city of brotherly love and, where James Harden has been traded. Oh, yes.
5: Uh That's and got. Before we get into that, we gotta introduce our guest, Jameson Welsh. Thank you so much for Jameson stopping Wells. by the show. What's up, Jameson?
7: Oh, not much, guys. Thanks for having me as always. Definitely appreciate it. Of course,
5: of course, of course. I mean, I mean
6: last time you were on, uh, I told you that I put money on OKC to win the title. Uh, you, you thanked did. me for my contribution yes, to yes. Uh, the city of Los Angeles or <laughs> In the Las city Vegas, of Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. County Clark. Um, yep. County Clark. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. why the parks look um, so good and the well, buses Well, so who's nice. laughing now? Um, oh, okay. A Oh, you're still laughing. Okay. Yeah. No, I was actually that was a genuine question. I was just asking if who who who's laughing. Okay. Tell Um, me who's laughing. (laughs) Um. All right. Should we get right into the James Harden trade?
5: Yeah. I mean, this has been something that's definitely been on our minds, the collective minds of the show, or not mine. Okay. Okay. You told
6: me about it when we started recording. I just found out about it when you just mentioned it (laughs) at the top of the show. Never heard Uh, of it. Never heard of it. Little space I'm giving. Yeah. Um. No, I'm nominally a Philadelphia 76ers fan. Um, nominally, <laughs> this is a, a lot of people are saying all oh, they just got role players. Um, I think those picks are going to be valuable. I think mm-hmm. they're, I think they've got some value on the open market on okay. um, those those dang picks. So if there if there's still moves to be made, I think this could be interesting. You know, there some people were saying that they might be trying to get Zach Levine in, in Rosa. Philly, yeah. um, you know, OG Ananobi potentially. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, because <laughs> otherwise, know this lands. yeah. Otherwise this does feel like the move you make before you trade Joel Embiid for picks to the Knicks, you know? <laughs> right, um, right, right. So uh, w- we'll see. I mean, Maxie has looked amazing so far this year. Uh so you know, I don't think they should blow it up. I think they should try and use those picks to get a a third star. A lot of people are saying to match a star with Embiid. How about add to the two stars that they have uh, in <laughs> Philadelphia, including this is
5: from a nominal Sixers fan, right?
6: <laughs> yeah. Just just not nominally a Sixers fan. But yeah. um Jameson, the the odds have not been favorable uh, in response to this trade. Uh, The Sixers' odds to win the title have gone down. Uh, The Clippers' odds have gone up. How are you viewing this trade?
7: Oh, I don't think neither of these trades matter or these moves matter for either team. Um, Like, you mentioned Philly's in a situation where they can add a piece somehow, some way, uh, either using the picks or the expiring or whatever it might be. Uh, You mentioned OG Hanobi. I think Pascal Siakam would be the guy. Like I'm gonna go oh, for yeah. a guy. I'm gonna go for a guy one, him and Joel and Vita from the same country. That's the mm. first thing. And I if I'm trying to keep Joel in town, that's one of my angles, is try to okay. add him with him. Secondly, I I do think that if you're gonna end up playing Boston in the playoffs, you need as many big wings as possible. You need as many guys that can defend Brown and Tatum as possible. Adding Levine, that ain't gonna work. because like, he's gonna be hundred on defense, that ain't gonna work. Yeah. I think that you can get O.J. Anobi or Pascal, I think that would be a better move. But right now, yeah, the odds are for Philly. I mean, I would be cautiously – I would be cautiously getting out of the first round right now. And not because they're bad or anything like that. It's just because as the season goes on, we know Joel, his conditioning is not great. For whatever reason it might be. Whether he gets injured some time and when he comes back, it's not the same. And they don't have that other guy that's that main scorer. You know, Maxi has got also a good start. They don't have that other guy that's gonna get you twenty points a night consistently. I don't know about this team currently right now. Now, like you mentioned, they're probably gonna make moves. We'll see. But right now, the odds are what they are. And I would I would bet them going to make out the first round if I had to today. Uh, mm-hmm. the Clippers, they got sorry, I
6: do just want to remind you that the Sixers uh, are incapable of not losing in the second round. That's almost so, yeah. It's almost nailed yeah, on. It's fact. nailed on. They they. Uh, but even impossible. now you're saying
5: they can't even do the norm, which is go out. Wow. In the second
7: round. Yeah, it's um, tough, man. Because here's the thing, too. We all know how this works. The pressure that goes on. Hey, they made a trade. Now the whispers are going to become loud with the Knicks talk and Other teams trying to get Dwell. It's tough to come through when there's a lot of pressure going on. You know, Tobias in the last year of a deal. There's a lot going on for the Sixers, and they need to do something as quickly as possible, or else it might be a rebuild situation. However, with that being said, I do think they have some moves they can make to put them right in the conversation with Milwaukee and Boston, but they got to make them quickly. But the Clippers, they're trusting four guys over 33, I believe, or 32. That's a rough thing. I believe
6: the NBA calls that a sweet spot. 33. Yeah, yeah.
7: Uh, <laughs> I mean, Russell Westbrook, I believe, turns 35 in a week or so. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's kind of, you're asking a lot. And then you're asking a lot of players to do things that they normally don't do. So either Russell or James Harden is going to be off the ball and in a secondary playmaker role. And that's not what they're good at. Why? Like, they're both really good with the basketball in their hands. When it's not in their hands, they're not the same player not saying they can't adjust, but we have yet to see it at a high level thus far. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And also, injuries. Uh, James Harden has not been the same since the hamstring in 21. He hurt that hamstring in Brooklyn. He has not been the same player since, and no one really talks about that. But he's not the same guy. He's still really good. He's not the same guy. But also, what happens when you got four guys in a contract year? What happens when there's some adversity? And you have a coach in a contract year, too. I'm yeah. very, very pissed that this all works out. Yeah. A
6: lot of people are bringing up the Westbrook thing as like the fourth guy, but it does feel to me like Westbrook is not like it both contract wise and just like where, how he was being thought of when they acquired him last year and how he was used as like, kind of, all right, he, he comes in for energy. It, like that doesn't seem to be the concern to me as much, but maybe I'm underestimating like once once now that he's a part of the team like is it will it be a problem? will it be a fit issue um it, yeah that 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 makes sense to me but i it does feel like i don't know if you just have those three guys in the starting lineup and then Westbrook coming in to like just give you energy off the bench that could be interesting but i've heard wait. this i've heard this one before <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. right <laughs> be
7: We, we both have. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It, it's very it's very difficult because once you come off the bench, it's very hard to become a starter again. Like once yes. you come off, like it's very, especially at that age right. where, yeah. you know, you're you know 35. Hey, this is who you are now. At the same time, you're helping the team win games, it's really tough dilemma that you get put in. But with that being said, uh, the rust for the Clippers' fit was great. Like the fit was really good because he did the things that the other two wings just didn't want to do or aren't able to do. Now with Harden, I just don't know if you can have a guy that defenses aren't gonna always rotate to, especially when you have the, the close games and the playoff games. It's hard playing four and five at times. And it's very difficult when you don't have a lot of guys that can, you know, get to the basket consistently. So it's gonna be interesting to see. But talent wise, it's gonna be nights nice where they overwhelm people. Absolutely. There's definitely nights where there's a problem. But I'm just curious to see if you have that many guys kind of past their prime. They're still good players. They're all kind of past their own primes in a sense. Can they stay healthy? Can they make one run uh towards him?
6: Right. Yeah. Kawhi, like I still think back like as much as it seems like Kawhi's past his prime, there was there were two games in the playoffs last year where he was the best player in the like seemed like he was the best player in the playoffs. Like absolutely. that's absolutely so I don't like I don't I feel like there's still something there for sure if big if he can stay healthy um but it does feel like these the move on these odds seems i don't know like the sixers odds went from plus 2000 last tuesday at bed mgm to like plus 2800 like you Mm -hmm. can the entire city of philadelphia could hear a collective slide whistle is what i'm (laughs) hearing from Mm -hmm. on the street Mm -hmm. and the clippers are climbing like up to plus 1200 which feels like i don't know it feels you know that's in the contender category um which feels it feels like maybe we should we should wait and see a little bit here
7: well the reason why the clippers are that is for protection like you want to make sure that if a lot of people bet them and they somehow win a championship you don't get killed like that's the that's the sports book and the people who set the lines. they want to make sure they protect the book because at the end of the day if something happens to where hey everyone bets the Clippers at 12 to 1 or 15 to 1 and everyone hits it can be you can pretty much bankrupt a sports book as you get on mm-hmm. like that so that's yeah. why they keep the odds lower than you would think it's not all based off of chance a lot of it also is business as well
5: right like you know from my neutral perspective not being a Clippers or a Sixers fan and just Jack Seeing the way you talk about James Harden, just observing how I see James Harden, and everything. It, it's just like because what this is his fourth team in almost two years. Like honestly, what is it about him that has so many teams that are like, you know what? I could I can fix him. It'll be different <laughs> here. It'll be different here. Or like, or this will be the situation that brings the best out of him because I just feel like he's to your point, Jameson. It's like he hasn't been right for a while. Am I missing something with like what like what what's the Clippers? strategy here like what, where, 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 like what holes is he filling or what do they what's the most optimal outcome for them
7: so it's very interesting because in a situation like this the owner is like hey if we're paying 40 million towards three guys that are not playing that much why don't we pay 40 million towards a guy like james harden also james harden does give them insurance on having at least a name going into the new arena just in case things don't work out and other guys go other directions don't think that's going to happen, but you know, you just never know how things work out. Right. So okay. having a guy like James Harden, the name is a local guy, yeah. at least buys you time and it gives you some sort of star power. Not that he's the biggest star, but it gives you some star power if things go left. Right. All that being said, it's not the best of fits. Why? You're adding another guy that needs the basketball to be effective. And when he doesn't have the basketball, things can go, you know, it can, go, it can get bad. Now, the one thing I will give him slack on is this. The Houston situation ran its course. Why? you know, it was what it was. They had their window, it closed. It was time for everybody to move on. They did. Goes to Brooklyn. All right. The Brooklyn thing is weird because the whole COVID and, you know, people playing, some people not. That one, I think everyone is like, hey, there was so much going on there. I don't really fault him for Brooklyn outside of not signing the big contract that he was offered. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest situation is this one the Philly one. I think that's the one where it's like, hey, man, you made a decision. You, you forced yourself to go to Philly to go with Darrell Amore and to play with the B, and it didn't quite work out, and then you pull this done. And it's like, hey, man, last see situations, we kind of gave you the benefit of the doubt. And like you mentioned, it's a short period of time. It's not right. like it's been eight years or ten years. This is all within two years, two calendar years of, of stuff, and it's like, hey, man, we can't keep doing this. So that's why it's like, hey, it's kind of enough is enough, and you're not the same player as you once were. Why, like if you're, yeah. why, are in your prime, you can do almost whatever you want in this league. But once you start declining, we start looking at you sideways.
6: Yeah. Right. He had yeah. some moments in the playoffs last year, too. Like, that's it, yeah. it ended badly, right. obviously, game seven. Uh, I'm not recalling whether he attended <laughs> or not, but he, <laughs> you know, so he had a there? couple games in <laughs> the series, the Sixers Celtics series. Where he looked like he had probably his best professional games in mm-hmm. playoff games ever. So I can see, you know, I can the see their there. thinking yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also it ended badly, but so like we like that's a cognitive bias. Is you know the like how it ends is what oh, yeah. dominates our thinking about a thing instead of like, but yeah, but I had those moments, and if he's not the main guy that you're relying on in the playoffs he can do a lot of good things which he had to be because Embiid wasn't uh wasn't healthy basically
7: and also there's also issues about off the court too uh, you know james harden the guy who likes to have a good time uh, what you
6: now no, i've never heard this yeah
7: uh, and he's gonna be he's gonna be in la where where he's from even close yeah. to vegas which is like a 40 minute flight and mm-hmm. uh, he's well known out here He goes Mm -hmm. to Graves a lot and other establishments. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens and how that comes about. But yeah, I can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait to see how all this unfolds. I'm really curious to see how this works out.
6: Yeah. See, this is the thing where I realized that I missed, like, I really should have been in the NBA because first of all, never go to clubs at all. (laughs) Would have been an amazing candidate for that. Second of all, I am a player who thrives with the ball out of my hands. Like, you don't want to give me the ball at all. Like, I, sh- I shouldn't I should touch the ball at all. It's going to be a problem for the team if I do. Um, so, you know, I can fit in very easily. There's a lot of touches left <laughs> to go around because I, um, when people pass me the ball, I pass it right back to them as right quickly back. as possible and because like, otherwise it it'll get stolen. Me. Yeah, what are you doing? No, shoot, you shoot it. These He's guys are so me. good.
5: Yeah. I can like Tyler Hero out here. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about one of our first big matchups we've been looking for, looking forward to uh, in the Suns versus Spurs game that just happened. So we'll be right back.
0: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pig six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co/pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com/promos.
5: And we are back, and
6: who That's wild. That the Suns versus Spurs is a one of the big matchups we were looking forward to. But I, was, I know I was checking of, for it.
5: Of course, we want to see Wemby. We want to see KD. We want to see just some. We just want to see what it looks like. What these sort of matchups begin to look like. Uh, and it did not disappoint. The I mean, at least in ter- like there were some great moments. It was a thrilling end to the game. Uh, I think. I think the neutrals definitely won. Uh that one watching along uh, yeah like,
6: um James, I do want to just note because one of the other things I pointed out or i I put out there was Wembenyama for depoy yep. uh as a, as a possibility deep in the summer when he <laughs> was like in the twenties like he he was you know the twentieth best odds for that yep. or uh he is now seventh uh for defensive player of the year, um even though it, it does like his numbers haven't been gaudy. But it does feel like there is a gravitational force and teams are having to um, play, you know, do drills with a person who has stilts on and broomsticks on their arms uh, <laughs> in order to just like get get their mind around what it's like to play basketball when he's on the court. Um, so I am excited about that. I'm, a, I'm excited, first of all, just all around about Wembyama, Yama, but second of all, uh, about him Potentially making me look smart and his name starting to get involved in the depoy race.
7: I mean it's not necessarily stats with him. It's was gonna be impact. That's why like we have to watch the basketball games. That's why I'm yeah. impressed that you know everyone watched the Suns Spurs last night because Suns were up like twenty plus at the time. I think in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. And then the yeah. Spurs gradually came back and ended up stealing a game that they're probably on a foul call, but it wasn't, but it is what it is. That you know, who cares at this point? Yeah. Oh, uh, that being said though, uh you have to watch for me. And the reason why is because there's certain things he makes players do that normal people cannot don't have the same effect. He will make guys either pass it early or try to make plays they normally don't make. So when that happens, it's usually an error of some sort. So that's where it's like, man, he may not get the block or the steal, but he's causing players to do things they're not comfortable in doing, or he's causing guys to rush and get out of their own pace. And there's a lot to that. And when they get better players and when they get a uh, better defensive system, he's gonna win the player of the year because the stats will come. But he's he's amazing. Like he's really amazing. He's nowhere close to scratching the surface either. That's the, the beautiful part. Yeah. Like he's so far away. But defensively, I remember we talked about it in the summer, I think it was like 40 to 1 or 38, somewhere like, somewhere in that range, which is really high. I think now it's like what 10 to 1 or 14 to 1. So yeah, it, yeah, it's in that range. So yeah, you just having equity in your bet from two months ago is huge. And there's a, there's a legit possibility. If he plays 65 games, back when the award. there's a honest pathway that happening. Not saying it's going to happen, but there is a way of it happening.
6: Yeah. It's good value. And I'm glad that I did not take that bet. Um, but <laughs> I, I know people who did, so I'm happy if, if anybody makes money off of, uh, my lucky guess. Um, <laughs> some of webbing stats though, like that. So, he has 29 points on 12 of 15 shooting. So we, we've talked a lot about his defense and, you know, his, there are these flashes of brilliance on offense, but I, I didn't realize like he was really closing games strong. He's 29 points on 12 of 15 shooting in the fourth quarter through the first four games of his NBA career, yeah. um, which makes him the most efficient scorer of 84 players who have at least 10 field goal attempts in the final frame uh, this season.
7: It's so very impressive, and, and they're going to him. Like the only thing I don't like is that at times it feels like his teammates are freezing him out, which is wild because he's the best player on the team already. Yeah, but um, but they should be featuring him every time down the fourth quarter, like every time he's getting the ball wherever he wants it because he is the best option. Whether it's a jumper, whether it's a dunk or layup, whatever it is, he should at least touch the ball before anyone else gets a touch. But with that being said, he's delivered this first week. Been very impressive outside the the Clipper game because they got blown out. Well, every other game, they he's been very impressive, and like I said, he's not even close to being what he's going to be, which is very scary because right now he's a huge problem.
5: Yeah, I mean Kevin Durant said the same thing. Basically, he was like, "It's like this guy's just getting started, and (laughs) it's only going it's going going straight up from here."
6: Yeah, the point you made about like looking like he's getting like frozen out or something. I d- I don't think it's like getting frozen out, but like it just feels like people aren't ready to defer to him at all on that team and may- where maybe they should be and I, it's hard for me to determine is it because I just want to see him have the ball every time? <laughs> right. Like it like I'm a a parent watching their kid and be like get
5: get him the ball. Give That's it to Victor. Good. Yeah.
6: Yeah. But it does I don't know, it does feel like they could be looking for him a little bit more. Um
5: I mean, like there's plenty of game. I'm sure maybe on some level psychologically, it's like you can slowly increase the burden. But yeah, I mean every time you see him with the bar, you're like, I think it's gonna Okay. The jump shot is wet. Okay. Could also be,
6: could also be a conspicuous decision on the Spurs part to be like if you're not putting him hit putting him in a, any of but the best of positions to score in crunch time, right. like then he's going to shoot 12, 15. And so they're, you know, trying to build his confidence and create ease for him where he can like kind of step in uh, and feel the flow as opposed, to, you know, so may, maybe that's a conscious decision by pop and, sure. and their staff there.
7: It's another like monitoring his minutes. I'm just glad they're not just playing him in the first and third quarter and <laughs> letting him sit the bench in the fourth. I'm glad they're actually letting him play in the last, six to eight minutes in the fourth quarter where the big game actually matters. Cause a lot of times you'll see guys on minute, minute restriction and they'll play in the third quarter and they'll set up the whole 4th And they're like, what, what is good? good is that?" But obviously it's pop yeah. and spurs. But they know what they're doing.
5: Right. Let's move on to a segment. Producer Jabari, just very accurately described as the Lakers road to number 18. Uh, even though we're two doing two uh, right now, but, have I, I know Jack and I in our text threads, we've been giving some stick to Jabari because he's like, look, Christian Wood, just don't think this is going to be it. And at first we were like, this is your guy now, joking. <laughs> but now Jabari hits us with every Christian Wood highlight. Uh, that thats You know, I got to say, I'm pleasantly surprised with where Christian Wood is at for the Lakers. Uh, and at first I wasn't quite sure, but, you know, we're, we're starting
7: to see something, you know, something percolate a little bit. Christian Wood's an interesting player. Um, he is a guy that, went from not being able to shoot once upon a time, to almost being a spot-up through point shooter, which is very interesting. Uh, he doesn't have the greatest awareness. The defense struggles at times. But for what the Lakers need him to do, it's a pretty good fit. And when you add in, he's on a minimum contract, and he rebounds the ball very well, which they struggle with doing as a team, he's okay. Like He fits for certain matchups. And he's been one of the bright spots of the first week of the season for them. Uh, we look at the team and the roster, he's been okay. He has not been an issue. Um, they issue in the backcourt. They right. got to get consistency in the backcourt with Ganswell Russell, Austin Reeves, Gabe uh, Vincent. They need to play Max Christie more. Cam Reddish might need a passport and a molten ball. Um, they <laughs> are a situation <laughs> where they need more consistency from the backcourt because we know what A.D. and Bron get you. We know, yeah. we everyone knows, like, I know the jokes are out there about A.D., but He's the best player on the team. The stats backing up the
5: Oh yeah, the up. first right. four games, it's been all him. Yeah.
7: Yeah, so I don't want to hear like anything else. But in terms of the actual, like consistency, the backcourt is so hot and cold. You can't really go anywhere with that. You're gonna need some sort of consistency, and if you're not gonna get it from this group, then you may have to make a trade later on in the season because you know LeBron's window is now. There is no next year or two years from now. This is the window. He just turned thirty; his right. window is now too. So you got to make some moves if it comes down to it. I think Austin Reese will get better, but yeah. I would like to see Max Christie play some. I think he's, I think he's warranted some playing time for what his abilities show. So we'll see.
5: For sure, yeah, and uh, like with D'Lo, it is—it's so funny. Like in the beginning, in the off season, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, let's 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 see what mm-hmm. D'Angelo can do again, and, and we saw glimpses. And then, yeah, just we were sort of right back to where we started where there are times I'm like this he's the truth i'm 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 glad I'm glad he's wearing the jersey, and then other times I'm like what what happened to you like uh, for the ice in your veins, you seem ice cold in the not good way sometimes, so it's been really jarring for sure um and man, my boy austin, please please let's let's get back to it, sir. we need you yeah we need he's you. struggling, yeah,
6: y- yeah, Delo man uh i don't i don't even want to I, I already have picked <laughs> I my fight with seawood <laughs> <I don't, laughs> like i don't know man i uh, i love the lakers i'm a i love lebron i don't want to see this season squandered i'm hoping that they make moves or stop playing dlo or uh yeah because i yeah. don't know it just feels feels like not a fit um
5: well, let's talk about somebody who is consistent. Uh, just really quickly, I do want to talk of just there was a there was some some real fun in the Houston uh, Golden State game uh, with Dylan Brooks and Steph Curry, uh, and I, I for a second I wasn't sure if I was watching an actual highlight or if this was like some kind of two K recreation, um, but there was just this one exchange they had where Steph Curry. I don't know how many times did he have him just slipping like three times in that one possession. It was like yeah. a crossover, a pump. You know, it was like, anyway. I, I again, we were we were starting to see the entertainment value that uh, Dylan Brooks does bring uh, to the league, and I and I and I do appreciate that. Um, that that was that was that was a sight to behold, and it was nice to see Steph Curry just give him the scream face after he hit that three.
6: Yeah, the. And- what was the? He was like. I still remember what you said about me. What do you know? What that was in reference to? There, there was like some uh lip reading happening about what Steph said to Dylan Brooks before he went and did that to him. I, yeah, I'm not.
5: Sh- I, I don't know what Jameson. Do you know what he was talking about? What specifically I, he was maybe
7: referencing? I don't know specifically. I just know Dylan Brooks talked about everybody. And yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyone, so the grades have a
6: long memory, and yeah, Dylan Brooks yeah, yeah. talked about so, everyone. <laughs> you
7: know what? probably when they played in the series in Memphis a couple years ago. That's the only thing I think of. I can't think of anything recently, because most of it's been like about Bron and other people, but yeah, I can't think of anything, but yeah, it didn't matter. The other night, it It didn't matter.
6: Yeah, Um, well. And then just like another thing that a lot of people are talking about, um, Therese Maxey through three games, um, (laughs) 30 points, six rebounds, six assists, uh, splits of 50, 56, and 91... Um, probably going to be able to keep up those splits. Um, so oh, yeah. a lot of people mentioned him as an MVP <laughs> candidate, uh, <laughs> which would be wild, you know, to have MVP come from Philly two years in a row, but he's, he's played really well. Um, and Embiid is rounding into shape. Philly has the highest point differential in the uh, East. Uh, again, three games. So pretty definitive. <laughs> I think we yeah, know who yeah, the best yeah. team in the East is. I think we can stamp that one, yeah. for sure, so done, done, yeah,
5: uh, and also the nuggets are just continue to
6: man, they're good just,
4: I
5: really appreciate them because, look, our first game against them like uh, just reminded us again we're we're pretty much where we left off, but I love the nuggets for allowing th- that they're truly like a barometer to be like, okay, where mm-hmm. do how do we stack up against them, and then you find out very clearly where your weaknesses are, so for that. I do appreciate the Denver Nuggets, uh, but Mike, yeah, Jokic is not, he he has no off switch, it looks like.
6: No. And their point differential is 14.3 points a game, which is better even than Philly, uh, the point differential kings <laughs> of the East, as they're being referred to. Yeah. Um,
7: mm-hmm. yeah. It's way different, man. They went to OKC the other night on Saturday, uh, Sunday night and just destroyed. Like, it, was, it wasn't fair. Like, it looked like literally the champs versus just another team, and OKC's good. Yeah, as you guys said earlier in the show, like you know, there's a chance of them catching a ticket, maybe. But yeah, nah, it was different on Sunday.
6: Yeah, did not look like the past champs versus the future champs, uh, no. which is what my <laughs> money is saying it is. Um, are you seeing right. any anyone who's like underrated or who you think has good value at this point? Um, any teams to win the title? Any like MVP candidates who you think like people aren't paying attention to yet but should be?
7: The MVP candidates are always tricky because it's always going to be the same guys. It's always right. going to be the top 10. Like, there's no one... Like, Tyrese Match is not going to win MVP. Like, he might be <laughs> most improved. Well, well, well he's not going to win well. MVP. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and even if he has... Like, remember, even if he has 30 at night, like, Shea averaged 30 last year. Right, it would he be Shea. Convers- you know what I mean? So it's not even in that conversation. So it's just... The MVP is basically the top five guys on the top three or four teams in the league, and that's kind of how it goes. So, MVP, you really don't have a lot of value there, unless it's before the season. I think your best value is going to be, like, scoring champ, uh, like, rebounding champ. Those, uh, I think, you're probably your value, deep play of the year. I think that's where you probably get your most mm-hmm. value from. Um, but the team-wise, New Orleans is interesting. Like, if they're fully healthy, that's the one team that has a lot, a lot of talent. And a lot of different matchups they can throw at people. So that's the one team that I would keep an eye on. Um, OKC is still a little, little young, but they have a lot of assets where they feel they're close. They can make a move or two. They have all the picks. So it's not like they can't make any trades. They can really trade for anyone who is somewhat available and make whatever offer they need to make. So um, that's always a key, but I just don't know what time frame they're on. I don't know if OKC is on the, the five- to six-year plan. Or they're saying, hey, let's go for it now. The league is kind of in a weird spot. Let's go for it. So it just depends on that. But those are the two teams out west that I would keep a close eye on. All
6: right. One MVP candidate that I think people should keep an eye on. All right. You ready? Uh-huh. Sure. Because <laughs> sure. he's been out with an injury, but he had that one game, that first game when he was running point for the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker looked yep. incredible. He's currently eight. I'm just saying... There is a world where he comes back, looks as good as he did in that first game, and they are on a tear um, that, I don't know, he's so good, man, Devin Booker, like, I I, I could see him getting some momentum as the season wears on, um, especially that. if they have him, they're leaning on him to run point, and he's, like, piling up assists on top of, like, 30-point games.
5: Yeah, but I'm you know saying. what they say, the best ability, availability, oh. you know?
7: <laughs> and there's no timetable for him to
5: come back. That's right what now. is kinda so, wild too. Like I was like, oh, you know, I saw the first game and I was like, okay, clearly we're gonna see this big three get together at some point, but the fact that it's still kind of up in the air, I'm I don't I don't like that for Devin, but
6: hey. Uh I don't think that's as important because it uh gets in the way of the thing that I just said. So <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> discount that. Um Is
7: the sixty five game rule this year or is it next year?
6: I don't know. Uh, that's I didn't even that's know important. It was 65. Um, that, right <laughs> All right. Should we take a break and come back with the fastest segment of podcasting? um
5: Yeah, I think we should.
6: Oh, uh, yeah. No, yeah, I think so, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, think so. so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll be right back.
0: Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, And you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick Six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up to date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited.
6: And we're back. We're back. (laughs) Yeah. Jameson Welsh. Uh, Yeah, I think we're back, Jameson. (laughs) And this is uh, the fastest segment of podcasting. We're giving you uh, just quick questions. You got to hit us with the first answer. that comes to your mind. Yep. Uh, It has to be both quick and uh, correct. And well thought uh, out, too. And
5: well just react like just it should be very well thought out. We want people to say Mm -hmm. My gosh, the truths that came out in that fourth quarter rapid fire round yeah. of questioning from Jameson Welsh, I have not have not considered the game in that yeah. in that way. First thought, okay. best
6: thought. Uh, we want both of them. Your first thought, and it has to be the best thought that we've ever <laughs> okay. heard. Um, cool. All right, all right. Jameson, so, you're up for
5: you. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Here we go.
6: Miles, is the clock started?
5: I guess that would be to Brian start the clock.
6: All right. Okay. Um, you want to kick it off? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay,
5: Jameson. Give us your best hot take or takes for the NBA season based on just the very little data we have. Now take a big swing now. Take it take it home with this
6: home run swing. I want this take to make me say that's a spicy meat to ball huh? Yeah, exactly.
7: Um, Get weird on us. Come on now. There'll be a trade that will swing who will win the title this year.
6: And it's yet to come? It's yet to so, happen? It's
7: not, it's not happened yet. there will be uh-huh. Sometimes, sometimes uh-huh. we're now the deadline that will swing the battle race.
6: Okay. Dang. Bad now, news for Nuggets fans. Bad news for Celtics. Boston, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. News. Good news for everybody mm-hmm. else, potentially. Yes. <laughs> in that reality. OKC okay. okay. like is mm-hmm. going to trade all those picks away for James Harden. And mm-hmm. he's going to come in. Um, no, that's probably not going to happen. All right. You can watch a movie with one of the following players, and I've done some research. I need you to tell me who you're gonna pick, okay? Uh-huh. And this is courtesy of NBA Film Tweets, uh, <laughs> an account that you can follow that just finds uh, interesting NBA NBA <laughs> movie players, takes, yeah, yeah, with their movie takes. All right, you can watch a movie with Nick Van Exel, Anthony Morrow, Jalen Brunson, or Jimmy Butler.
7: Oh, Nick Van Exel.
6: Nick Van Exel Nick Van Axel, yeah, Nick Van Nick Van yeah. Axel multiple times um, in the past three years has just tweeted the phrase any given Sunday with multiple exclamation points <laughs> <laughs> you are watching any given Sunday not a bad one I do have to say I do want to read Jimmy Butler's um, <laughs> because that would have been my pick I'm I'm kicking it with Jimmy Butler for sure Jimmy Butler back in 2014 tweeted Transformers 4 was crazy good, crazy in all caps. <laughs> Everybody has to go see that movie of the year. Ooh, um,
7: that's big. That, that is big. Wait, I remember niggas bringing ice coffee though. Like Jimmy's gonna charge you for coffee. he's gonna <laughs> bring the right. ice coffee. That's, that's right. Cool. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah to the date uh, also Clay Thompson responded to that by saying Transformers is 2 hours 45 minutes too long um, oh, so no. Clay Thompson burnt. wow shots fired um,
5: yeah. Yeah. so um, are you an Any Given Sunday fan though oh yeah absolutely Willie Beeman, Willie Steeman absolutely. Beeman a, okay.
6: Okay, Willy just to I'm Willie Beeman movie. it's
5: not suitable for children but it's a great movie no no but suitable for was is it Oliver Stone was that an Oliver Stone movie that was Oliver uh, Stone uh, yep, wow yep. Hey, great soundtrack though too. Anyway, yes. next question, Jameson, because we got to keep this moving and I'm sorry yep. that you didn't tell us to keep it moving and I'm having to tell My you fault. that My we fault. have to do it. Jameson, who is the best player you have ever witnessed in person? And what, what what did they do? What were they what were they demonstrating when you were seeing that in live with your with your raw eye? That's a
6: great question.
7: Um It's
6: going in raw with those eyeballs on yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah,
7: no, that was a really yeah. good question. I've seen <laughs> almost everyone in person, so it's...
4: Wow. Well,
7: I'll go by performance. I'll go okay. by performance. At the time, it was Dame's career high. He had like 50, either 54 or 51 versus the Warriors in Portland. This was during the the Warrior Super Team era, so it was a big deal, and he was just unconscious. Like, he was hitting everything, do whatever he wanted to do. Uh, that was probably the best game I've seen from a player... That game that night is that he was unstoppable. Like he was literally, he beat them by himself. Basically, he was that good. Still that good, but yeah. I, f- I heard. I hear that guy's pretty good.
5: I haven't seen him yeah, play solid. yet, but <laughs> I've heard.
7: Yeah, he like keep saying
5: that he's good. Okay, all mm-hmm. right,
6: all right. Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you feel like he's a person you need to see in person to fully appreciate just how like, quick he yeah. is? How yeah. yes,
7: him and stuff. Because you yeah. see the shots on TV. TV doesn't do it justice when you see a yeah. guy pull up from, like, 30 feet, basically two steps from half court off the of pick and roll, and just splash on you repeatedly, you yeah. got to see that person. It doesn't do it justice watching on the t- on the TV or on game cast or whatever. It doesn't. You got to see a lot. You yeah, see. you
6: can't tell how far it is. It's just really far <laughs> how far <laughs> yeah. those shots
7: are. Because yeah. once they shoot it from that far, the crowd is... There's a sound in the crowd like, oh, like, oh I wasn't expecting right. that. And then... We start making them, then
6: yeah, the other sounds that go on. So yeah. Very
5: interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh is me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack, sorry. It, yeah. We got sorry, same? Jameson. We gotta keep this moving. You should have told Jack That's that cool. is the next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My That's best. all good. I mean, you're bad. Sorry.
6: <laughs> all right. You can take two players from all of history to create your Mad Boosties edition NBA jam team. Which two players are you taking?
7: Wow. That's a hell of a question. That's a very good question. Um Give me KD and give me Shaq. Oh, KD and Shaq. That's wow. Height
6: yeah. and touch and then just absolute demolition derby. Yeah. yeah we,
7: we can figure out the matchups, whatever, like, and the personalities too. But like, the personalities are cool. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So it's not like you got two hard asses. And it's like, nah. Like, yeah. They both were cool personalities so they're get along. Their games complement each other. Like, I think we're good. That'd be the That'd be the
6: two. KD is an underrated pick for that. Like, K, we, we've had yeah, a lot people of people never actually but say that. KD is great because he's yeah. tall, so you're going to be able to uh, uh, goaltend a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then just the touch from two
7: seven-footers. Like, I'm taking, like, I get two seven-footers. One does, yeah. the I do more and one can do everything else. So, yeah, I'll take my chances. All right, Jameson,
5: how about this? If you could have any NBA player's physique, okay, for like, if you were trying to play basketball, you're like, this is, this is the body I'm going to hop into and then go to LA Fitness. Who are you picking and why? Like,
7: current day or like, of all time? Of all life? time, of all time, of all time. Um, of all time? <laughs> it has to be wrong, right? Like, it has to be like, well, no, I want to be a footer. I want to be a footer. Um, give me Prime KG. Oh. Prime because I got you everything. So he can do. Uh, he can move. He can. He, he can play the post. He can, you know, outside. He can guard everyone. Like yeah, prime, prime seven foot cage. You know, you know, he never says seven foot, but give me prime. Uh, why are we? Why are we strong, Kevin Garnett?
5: Right. And make sure that you have rubber bands as your jewelry. Uh, yes, yeah. I get. I get
7: all the customers too, right? Like I get to do all that. That's, yeah, part yeah, that's part yeah, of it. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's part, definitely. Of yes, uh, yes. part of his
6: physique. An indelible part of his physique is the absolutely. curse words his, coming out of His the poisonous tongue, yeah, yeah, which is legendary,
5: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes.
6: <laughs> All right, and finally, Jameson, Jack, or Miles? Man.
7: Man, the last time y'all got mad at me, it's a both. I can't do that. be furious. Um, Man, I gotta go with Miles.
5: No, mm-hmm. hey, you, mm-hmm. know, you heard it here. You heard it here. You heard it here. Mm-hmm. You heard
7: Actually, it here. And no, that it's only cute. because he's a fellow Laker fan. See, mm-hmm. and
5: that's mm-hmm. what it is. Sometimes, Jack. I, I told you, don't roll, take it personally.
7: I can't, I can't abandon him. I, I have a lot of love for the Sixers. I don't like mm-hmm. the process, but I got a lot of love for the Sixers. Mm-hmm. They're fans, passionate fans, kind of wild mm-hmm. at times, but mm-hmm. a fellow Laker fan that's not crazy and has some sense. I gotta roll with him.
5: Well, hold on, I. I never said I was sane, but...
7: <laughs> sane
5: <laughs> yeah, enough, 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 yeah. enough. Yeah, sane enough. Sane enough. I let
6: Sanitation. Miles and Jabari leave the uh, Lakers recap section titled Lakers Road to 18. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even Four that. Four games
5: in. Four games
6: in. Lakers Road to 18. <laughs> That's hilarious. So
5: it yeah. is what it is, you know. It's what it's. it's what it's, and Jameson, you are what is. And that was our guest. Thank you so much for being <laughs> here today. Where can people find you or, and follow you and, and and be blessed with your wisdom? Uh,
7: oh you? man, well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm on Twitter, the best spot at the Um, you know, you'll see me on there. Uh, ESPN 1100 in Vegas during the NBA season, you'll. Hear me uh, at least once a week, you know, just talking about NBA and whatnot. Not necessarily a lot of gambling, those be more NBA breakdowns, but I can definitely help with some gambling and some tips as well. If we don't have drafting and FanDuel out here yet. I hope we do get those uh, sooner than later, but yeah, I'm always here to help, and uh Always here to help someone make money as possible.
6: Yeah, I'd like to hear that. Go, I'd like to no? hear that. Uh, uh, make like sure like make money. So, <laughs> Babe, who doesn't? Go. Who doesn't? This is America. Do you want to make more money? Sure, yes. we all do. And do you do it remember that, easy?
5: Of course. That's, yeah. I have it tatted on my back. Um, <laughs> and make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Miles of Gray.
6: I'm Jack underscore O'Brien. Ah, yes. And make sure you also follow
5: hashtag MadBoosties, B-O-O-S-D-I-E-S, Mad for show links and updates. Uh, thanks to everybody that's listening. Hey, please make sure you hop in there, rate and review the show, uh, and subscribe and do all that to support Miles and Jack on MadBoosties. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
2: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff died back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.